0: Please listen carefully.
1: Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orzlon.
0: And I'm Jessica Toon. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hello, Kate. Hi Jessica, how are you? I'm I'm, you know, I'm making it through. How are you?
1: Same. I opened my second five out pound bag of gummy bears today. So feeling very nice. Whatever whatever gets you through. Whatever gets you through. It. <laughs> a lot of gummy bears. Um, that's normal, right?
0: This is fine. I think that that's a minimal advice, Kate. I think I think you're
1: okay, right? Ah uh, yes. Yes. So we all know that the real estate contract is between the buyer and the seller. Mm-hmm. But what this podcast presupposes is what if it isn't? What if it isn't Kate? I know if it's a terrible joke. joke.
0: It's a joke. It's from a movie. It's Kate's joke. You can blame her.
1: No Royal Tenenbaum fans out there. Anyone? Anyone?
0: If you are, you can email Kate and tell her you got that reference. But, um, you know, we're kidding. Of, Of course, the real estate contract is always between the buyer and the seller. But the Virginia Realtors residential contract, it's binding upon all heirs, successors, and assigns of the parties. It also contains a clause that requires the purchaser to get seller approval before assigning the contract in
1: whole or in part. So today, we're going to discuss what that even means and delve into the concept of the real estate assignment contract. This typically occurs when the purchaser transfers his or her rights under the contract to a third party.
0: The seller is still selling the property and is bound by the same contract, but the purchaser enters into a separate agreement with a third party who steps into the role of the original purchaser. So, the new purchaser steps into the shoes of the original purchaser and is then bound by the terms of the original purchaser contract, and the original purchaser walks away without a house in hand, hopefully some additional money in his or her pocket. That was the longest thing I've ever said, I think, in my life. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> it's fine.
0: It's fine. It's, it's what, it, what's what it is. But it is. Um, it can be a little complicated. So let's
1: break it down. Right. And so I think the question some people have is, why? why would this happen? What's happening? Um, And this can occur for a number of reasons. But some of the more common reasons are one, the original purchaser can no longer purchase the property, but does not have any termination rights under the contract. So he or she finds a new purchaser to fulfill the obligations under the contract, right? Mm -hmm. Another reason it could happen is two, the original purchaser wants to flip the property without actually having to put in the contracting work. Um, So you couldn't see, but I did air quotes for flip because typically with a flip, the purchaser will put in the work and then sell it quickly. Here, the purchaser finds the house, recognizes it needs a lot of work, buys it for cheap, and then just sells it for a little bit more than... Um, he or she was originally gonna buy it for. Um, so then the third reason might be the new purchaser is just really set on purchasing that particular property and induced the original purchaser to make it worth his or her while to step away from the property. Um, so, you know, you find your dream house, but it's already under contract. So you see if you can get the person who has that original contract to let you step in so that you can get your dream house. Right. You swoop in there and grab it. I'm sure there are a lot of other reasons, but I think those are kind of the more common scenarios that we really see an assignment contract, um, coming into play.
0: And, and we see it because there are agents involved in those oftentimes, right? So mm-hmm. for any agent involved in a real estate assignment contract, the agent should understand whether or not the contract permits the assignment. As we discussed earlier, the Virginia Realtors contract permits the purchaser to assign his or her interest in the contract with the written consent of the seller. So as we usually say, read the contract.
1: It's always prudent to encourage your client to discuss with an attorney for legal advice. Um, and to consult your broker for assistance if you are unfamiliar with assignment contracts to ensure that you represent your client competently as required by the Code of Ethics.
0: If you're representing the seller, you want to let your client know that they won't be entitled to additional funds and are not a party to the assignment contract. Further, the new purchaser is still bound by the terms of the original contract, meaning that deadlines should not change and they are not entitled to renegotiate the terms of the contract. However, If financing is involved, there is the potential for additional delays or there is the possibility of the settlement company not accepting the assignment. Accepting an assignment of contract is not without risk for the seller.
1: If you are representing the purchaser who is selling his or her rights to that contract, so the first purchaser, you want to make sure that your client obtains seller authorization, again, if it's required by the contract. It is with the Virginia Realtors contract, but it may not be by other contracts. So again, know your contract.
0: Right. While your client has the ability to assign the contract, you remain obligated under the regulations and the Code of Ethics as a real estate licensee and realtor. You cannot cause confusion by creating advertisements that make it appear that your client is the owner of records of the property.
1: While you're advertising the assignment contract, you want to ensure that your advertisements do not offer real property for sale without the knowledge and consent of the owner. The advertisements need to be clear as to what you are offering, specifically that it is the assignment of a contract and that your client does not legally own the property. You also want to check with your MLS to ensure that your listing conforms to your local rules.
0: And if you're representing the person who is being assigned the rights under the contract or the assignee, you want your client to seek legal advice to confirm that the contract is being properly assigned with all necessary authorizations. You also want to make sure that your client fully understands the contract that he or she is stepping into and that he or she has the ability to meet all necessary remaining deadlines. Remember, the contract has already been negotiated and your client will be stepping into the contract, not negotiating a new one.
1: If representing either party to the assignment contract, you want to ensure that the parties use an attorney to draft that assignment contract if your local forms provider does not have a standard form for assignment contracts. Make sure that you do not draft this legal instrument because you are not an attorney. Uh, you want your clients to fully understand this agreement and have appropriate protections built in. An attorney can definitely help with that.
0: So let's, uh, let's take it to the legal hotline. Let's do it. What's the difference between a backup contract and an assignment contract?
1: A backup contract is a contract in waiting, okay? The sellers are under contract with the purchasers and the backup contract only comes into play if the first contract is terminated and or released. With an assignment, the new purchasers step into the shoes of the original purchasers. There is no termination or release of that first contract. Next question, I am representing the seller and the property is under contract. I had an agent reach out to me wanting to know the sale price and the contact information for the purchasers to see if the purchaser would be interested in assigning the contract. Can I share that information?
0: First, you want to talk to your client about this. Remember, this new buyer is not offering your client additional money, and you should talk to them about the risks of interrupting the ongoing process of the contract, especially if financing is involved. If your client is interested, you should then reach out to the buyer's agent to let them know about this. You do not want to disclose any confidential information about the transaction without authorization. It may even be best to share the agent's information with the purchaser so that it is in their hands as to whether to pursue the assignment or not, if your client is open to the idea. The purchaser requested authorization to assign the contract. The seller declined. Now the purchaser is just going to do a double close. Is that legal?
1: Under some contracts, the seller must provide approval for the purchaser to assign it. We've said that a few times in this podcast. Your client may decide whether or not to approve that assignment. However, once the new owner owns the property for however brief or short of a period, the current owner does not have any say in what happens to the property. That being said, as we discussed earlier, the regulations for real estate licensees prohibit them from offering real property for sale without the knowledge and consent of the owner. So there certainly could be some regulatory issues if a real estate licensee was representing the purchaser and did not have the authority to advertise the property for sale.
0: All right. Let's talk about limiting your risk. Make sure you understand the transaction and reach out to your broker or the legal hotline for assistance if you have specific questions. Remember your competency requirement under the Code of Ethics.
1: Make sure your client consults an attorney who can draft and or review the assignment contract that your client is entering. Virginia Realtors does not have a standard form for this transaction and you do not want to provide any legal advice.
0: Watch for advertising requirements. Make sure that you have proper authority when listing the contract for sale and make sure that you check the MLS rules to ensure compliance.
1: Aviant Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us remember members of virginia realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information you can access the legal hotline on the virginia realtors website under the legal tab on the For members section make sure you are logged in to see this page thanks bye
0: although the members of this podcast are attorneys the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel.
1: This has been a production of Virginia Realtors Copyright 2020. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully, by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.